Um, all right, shall we do a podcast? Ah, uh, sure. What the hell? Let's. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Here's your podcast. Hey. That's right. That's it's that. Who's your voice. podcast? This is my very soft, up close, and personal public service announcement voice. Can is we that do like the ASMR? Show like this? Or? No, that's just like if you want a very close, intimate sound, you get very close to the microphone and speak like this. Like this. <laughs> hey guys. What is anyone, hey. Why does anyone it's listen warm. to this it show? It is warm in it's here. So I wish I was wearing shorts more than anything. The, in the next world. person to use this microphone and get up close with it, it's gonna, gonna get some be, slobber on their face. They're gonna come back. Like, like, what's this? What's something in my mouth? Oh, it's one of Dylan's beard why, hairs. Why is this? Why is this? Why does it smell? Why like is that? this screen wet? Oh God! Ugh. Why is it a wet cat? Ugh. I wonder how much of this is distorted now that I'm looking at the waveform. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll find out later. We will. You're very loud over there. I'm excited. Well, no, but like you're... It's Podcast Friday. It's Wednesday, though. So? Okay. I'll take it. Not with that attitude. Uh, all right. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 122. 22. Now, oh, that's going to sound really... It's going to sound good. 22. 22. Yeah. Can we do like an acapella intro one day where we try to do the recorded intro, oh, but we dude. like... Oh, that would sound strange. real bad. We need to practice a little bit. I'm not going to try to do it right now. That would be real bad. Have you seen those? There's a bunch of YouTube videos that are like people do the fully themselves for the shows. So like it's oh, you yeah, know, a car. I believe it. It's great. It's real good. I was supposed to come with a joke, I think. Oh, oh yeah. Thanks for reminding oh, shoot. us. Someone told us a funny joke, though. Do you remember it? Oh, someone told us a really good joke that we were supposed to remember for this, and I that, do I not remember, remember that it. joke, but I'm going to tell a different one. I just baked it up right now. Oh, no. You just baked it up? Yeah. Oh. Why did the student eat their homework? Why? They were hungry for success. Their teacher said it'd be a piece of cake. It's not the worst made-up joke really I've ever not heard. the worst. That's not bad. Okay, yeah, that's moving good. on. What was the other joke? That was no, actually I, I got to really save funny. that one for later. <sighs> Such a good joke. Anyway. Okay. Um, well, my name's Adam West. I'm sad I'm sitting next to Dylan and Cliff. Well, he spoiled it. The Dylan right here. <laughs> um, I don't know. Sit next to him all day. All day. I know. And he's no, this like, isn't anything new. He even sits on the same side of me. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, that's your fault for leaving your office. We can like reach out and hold hands. It's, we don't, but we could. He actually can't see out of his left eye. That. That's why it's okay. And... Okay, so, what are we doing? Playing video games. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay, so, um, I haven't looked at the notes, so let's see if Adam West can keep up with the tradition of a really crappy, like, tease about what we're going to talk about. So, today, there were a bunch of games getting released and announced and teased and talked about, right? Well, not today, but this week. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, tons, they were talked about today. Yes, true. Ish. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, there's a bunch of crap coming out. We're going to talk about that. Um, EA is laying off some more people. Sony is going to stop selling PS4 codes in stores, and that's kind of stupid. Mm. Well, it's, I'll tell you some economics that makes it real smart for PlayStation. Oh, I'm sure it's really yeah, smart yeah. for them, but it's really stupid for us. I'm sure. Well, I mean, like, real quick before we get into it, like, people are like, what if I want to buy a game for somebody that it's digital only? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want, to, want them I, to be I able agree. to get it. Yeah, So, crap like that. Yeah, Grandma Can you can't give, buy you a digital game can anymore. Can you give from their store? Not, um, not that I'm aware of. I think you can on the Xbox store. But, anyway. I, I agree that it's dumb, but we'll talk about it later. Um, VR is coming to No Man's Sky. Kind of excited about that. Yeah. Uh, and Apple announced a gaming subscription service that... I don't know of anybody 
caring about. Kel is very excited about it. Why? I don't Kel's know. Kel's ex- ex- excited about Stadia. Uh, he's also excited about the Apple one. Really? Mm-hmm. For those of you who are wondering who Kel is, Kel is uh, one of our uh, on-air hosts. He was he came, he caught Dylan and I. He's like, dude, did you see that Apple announcement? We're like, whoa, no, calm down. <laughs> You're like one of four people on the planet that said, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, is Nintendo releasing two Switches? A tale of two Switches. <laughs> Hi-yo. Um, who knows? We'll find out later this Do summer. Do one of them we'll get guillotined that. at the end of it? Um... What? And a tale of two cities. That's how it ends. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Thanks. It's, wow. a, it's a story about the French Revolution. Thanks so. for ruining a 150-year-old story, <laughs> turd. Um, Overwatch is getting its own stadium. Like an actual Honest to IRL God stadium. stadium, yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, questions this week, including a giant picture. Um, <laughs> cheap free games. <laughs> And, and so it is really big. It's like I'm scrolling through. So we're, we use Basecamp for our notes, and we're scrolling through, and there's just this giant picture. Yeah, I don't know why it's so big. It would literally be thing. the equivalent of like 32 font next to the size 12 font. It's very, um, very off-putting. And very big. Space takey uppy. Mm-hmm. Um, Xbox Games with Gold was announced along with PlayStation Plus. We'll talk about that and uh, some other stuff. Humble Bundle, one of which you get to date a grasshopper. Oh, <laughs> that's a tease. <laughs> Yeah, it is, because do you know how long I've been wanting to date, date a grasshopper? A grasshopper? <laughs> Stupid grasshoppers teasing me all the time. Um, all it right. is kind of a waifu grasshopper, though. It might not oh. exactly be your thing. I don't know. I we'll don't see. Know. Uh, first, we start with what we're playing. I'll go first. Uh, I've still been playing Diablo 3 because that's just like the time God, in my life. good, right? Um, I'm also playing this game called Beat Saber, though I can't put that down. So I found that I had a credit on my PlayStation store. I don't know why. I love that. But I did. And as I was like, do, 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 with my Beat Saber, click through the menus, and it's like, oh, you can buy more songs now for the PlayStation VR version really? of Beat Saber. Yeah, it's another, I want to say it's a 10-pack of songs. Um, they're okay. All, like, Beat Saber originals? Yeah, they're all, be- well, yes, yeah, they're yeah. Beat Saber originals, but... Um, they're good. They're just not that one pop song that's on there, that pop star song. You yeah. just It's so perfect. Um, but it ended up costing me, I think the pack itself is 10 bucks. So I had a credit of like $7. I think I paid like 3 bucks for it. It's not bad. Um, yeah. No, not bad at all. So that is cool. Um, Dylan and I and Blake. Yes. We played the game Let's Rip That's Up Adam That's what Floors. I played this weekend. Yeah. yeah. That's Fix an- it, Felix. It's not a. It's not one of my favorite games. It was or fun. That was more Wreck It Ralph. Maybe we're gonna fix it, Felix. We're gonna fix it, Felix, this weekend. Maybe you guys not did this it. weekend because they had to order the boxes wow. and they're not gonna be here. Really? I'm sorry. Well, Lowe's doesn't have them. Sorry, well, then I'm Lowe's. not gonna be gone. I'm not gonna be here for two wee more weekends. Three more? Two more? Two weeks? Well, not more. this one, and I'll be on the next one, and then I'll be on the next one because that's <gasps> when I come back. <sighs> Crap. No okay. floors for Adam. Well, it's fine. Adam, no floors. I don't care. I was really excited. I know. I'm really sorry. Maybe I'll go to a couple other places. Maybe I'll play the game. Let's shop around and find a different place to go to since this other place keeps jacking me around. I've always had bad luck with Lowe's through my entire life. I haven't. That's why we go to Home Depot. My mom also worked at Home Depot for like 10 years. Yeah, so you're their star employees. So I do have a bias, but whatever. Our podcast is so weird. It is. But it was fun. Um, we pulled up a th- over 1,000 pounds 1, of flooring. pounds. Yeah. It was a lot. That's a lot of flooring. It My was leg is still a, a little sore. Or it was half a ton. Yeah, just about. Just over. Yeah. Oh, and then I played dodgeball last night. Oof. Yeah. Oh, I killed it. Nice. I was on fire. Yeah. 
Literally, he rubbed Ben Gay all over him before he played. <laughs> I'm burning. Yep, I wore corduroy and my thighs rubbed together. It was like <laughs> campfire. What's burning? Adam's thighs. Um, what are we? That's why I'm I played actual video games. Like, well, do you want so me to go? I've also played Division Two. <laughs> oh, Division Two is I really have two. good. How, how f- I'm. I think I'm level six or seven. Oh, you actually might be further into it than I am. Yeah, honestly, it's I'm, good. It's really it's really good. Really good. Um, I really enjoy the gunplay, and I really enjoy the enemies, because like the, your biggest issue with the first one was the bullet-spongy kind of enemies, especially the boss characters. Some of them still can be kind of quote-unquote spongy, but it makes sense when you see the armor that they're wearing and well, you see what's going on. But once you knock that armor off, even the boss characters, a few headshots, they're yeah. down. Well, and you can target specific yeah, body parts on it now. Yeah. Oh, well, like, But they'll be wearing, like, I mean, they look like... Iron Man. Like, you remember the yeah. original Iron Man where he comes out wearing, like, you know, like a the Iron stove Giant. that he, you know, <laughs> welded together? They're wearing like that. But if you hit him, like, repeatedly in the head, it'll knock just their helmet off. Like, you don't have to break through the entire damn shield. Yeah, um, it's fun, though. Knock, yeah, it's really good. I've really enjoyed it. Um, it's. I, I think the only thing I'm, I'm finding about a lot of those kind of games as a service games that I play 100% multiplayer, that... Like, the story almost starts to become inconsequential. Like, it's just me and my brother and right. Kevin often. I don't know what's going on. I just know we're shooting things. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, You know, it, which is kind of a bummer. Like, because I think those games have a story. I just know that there's bad right. guys in Washington. Let's go. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> well, the story beats in that game, like, I don't think you're going to get much story from the actual playing of it. Yeah. Like, the, the missions that you do, you get little self-contained stories yeah. about so-and-so got kidnapped, yeah. so-and-so is doing yeah. this. And yeah, there's clearly, like, some single-thread narrative that they're trying to tell to a point. Yeah. But you've got all these different things that you find, yeah. all the cell phones, all the recordings, yeah. all the echoes, all those things, those stories that that build that world out yeah. are so, so good. I think the thing is, is like, I was listening to another podcast talk about it and they're like, oh, you know, in the first division, it ends up that you were actually like the second wave of division people because the first wave of division people went rogue. And then this game's happening seven months after that happened. I'm like, I don't know any of these things. Like I've played yeah. all of these games. I have no idea what's going on. So it's whatever. such a hard way to tell a story it in, is. A, in a world like that in the way you play the game. And I think that's the problem is, is I'm, it's not like we're shutting up through cutscenes. It's just you know we're playing and we're talking and you know you kind of you kind of pay attention to things, but it's not like me playing like a single player narrative game where I'm just absolutely glued to every cutscene and reading you know or listening to them talk or reading subtitles or you know it's just kind of a it's kind of a bummer that like there's cool games that I'm just like 100 percent glossing over because I just need my next gun to shoot some guy with. It's like imagine like trying to take like a really long television show uh-huh. and like have you like let's imagine the three of us watching this show and occasionally we get together and watch it together but then we also watch it by ourselves mm-hmm. so then when we get together it's like Adam was on episode 18 you were on 12 and I was on 6 uh-huh. and then we pick somewhere to watch it from but then you like miss this part over here or you like rewatch we that to- part like so like, like what am I actually experiencing yeah, it's a here? weird it's a weird way to play video games but whatever it works well at least you don't have to go online and read weird at least it's good. Fun. And I like a lot of the I like a lot of things. Like I finally figured out how do you have the drone? Not yet. I did the so I got the the seeker mine and the I uh, so I got the seeker mine and the um the 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 yeah, the little gun you can throw out. No, 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 no not the turret. You I got get the, the turret. I yeah. Because yeah, the turret they can just they like, "Oh, I'm going to shoot that now." And they oh, just no, the, take it out. Especially are you playing by yourself? 
ish. Yeah. Oh, the turret's so handy by yourself because you can throw it and it'll draw fire while you can shoot them. I like the, I can't remember what it is, but I think it's another version of the Seeker Miner. It's something where it rolls out and then it, it looks like a little fireworks show is going off nice. and it's blowing the crap out of people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. The, when, oh, when they get near it, it explodes and it rains uh, down fire on their head. Oh, cool. And it's cool. The drone's really neat. Like, I didn't really realize exactly how it works, but you throw it up in the air. And then they have like a, all the bad guys will have like a right button over their head. And so as you like kind of look around, it'll say right button. You hit the right button and it'll fly over to them and shoot them. Oh, no. It's really cool. So you can target people way far away to draw fire and to kill people that you're having a hard time killing. Folks undercover. It's real good. I will have to make that my next upgrade. I like it a lot. Like um, I'm probably going to get the ballistic shield or the, the shield because that little, yeah. they, they, I remember that from the first game and it came in so handy because I was all like, man, I've got really good armor and I'm good at hiding and dodging. And do, 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 do. no, when I got that shield, I'm like, oh, Helps this changes lot. the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was what my brother got first. And like, I turned around when he first got it. I didn't realize he'd gotten it. I'm like, are, are you only a car door? Like, is this army of one? <laughs> like, right. Um, I did play a little Metro 2033 just to check it out. Totally not my jam. Really? Um, there's something about it, just the way it handles or the way it looks. I don't know what it is. There's something about it that I'm not vibing with. Weird. Yeah. Huh. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I I am... We'll talk about it more, so yeah. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail. It's the DLC uh, plays game that we're playing for April. I'm about halfway done with it, um, and I'm finding it to be just a very kind of standard first-person shooter it's it for a game that came out i mean for a game that was remastered like five years ago it looks really good Mm -hmm. um and it plays shockingly familiar you know what i mean um and like my only kind of complaint was that it's hard it's really hard i think maybe that Um, might be what it is but the thing that I've, i've really found about it is that it's really hard but it also does a really good job of not making you replay very much. Like, I don't know if I've ever died and had to replay more than maybe a minute or two of the oh, game. Wow. Like, it saves a lot. And so, if, like, last night I was playing it. I'm live streaming the entire <laughs> thing as I play, too. Um, but, like, super late. No one's awake. It's <laughs> it's me and turned down for what? The, the two people that, that like, me playing oh, him watching. Oh, the song in the background? No. Nah, okay, gotcha. No. Um, and, uh... We, I was playing it, I just kept dying, kept dying, but it was kind of interesting because I was just replaying the same, like, 45 seconds over and over again, so it was like, I'm going to try this, that didn't work, I'm going to try going on this other side, not, that didn't work, maybe I'll try and throw a grenade and kill those guys, and I can shoot, now that didn't work, and so it was just this really iterative, like, it took me six or seven times to figure out what the right order to kill everybody in was, but once I figured that out, it was, it was, it was cool to have gotten that, like, oh, hey, I did it, and because it wasn't, 10 minutes of gameplay every time it was two minutes of gameplay mm-hmm. it didn't feel as repetitive as a lot of games would so right. i'm i'm really re- i'm surprised how much i'm enjoying it that's so good. yeah well somebody asked you yeah exactly um well since you're already going like that's all i've ta- i've played so and you played metro 33 what else are you playing and you uh, played division i did play division the only other game i'm playing is uh far cry 5 new dawn mm-hmm. the uh new expansion for well, i don't it's, a new it's an standalone expansion. Story. Yeah, it's a standalone story, and it really has almost nothing to do with the first one. Besides that, the Far Cry Five set up the plot for it. It's set, I think, seven years after the I it was ending. Like Eighteen years? No, it's I think seven. Um, because huh. like the the kids, like the the two bad girls. guys and bad girls in it, um, I think were like ten or eleven. I swear, maybe it was. Huh. I swear it was seven years. That's which, fine. Cause, mostly because I remember thinking, like, I don't think seven years is enough to, to mm-hmm. you know, like for nuclear <laughs> fallout to have. But either way, it's let's say seven or seventeen. It could oh, be either right. of those. Yeah. Um, 
you're actually riding a train out to um, the place where the Far Cry 5 was set because you're coming with this guy who, who's... <sighs> there's almost like kind of a gold rush going out there where the land there's super fertile, there's lots of you know stuff to grow, and they've kind of escaped a lot of the bad stuff that's happening in the rest of, of the United States. And it makes it so your train gets robbed by these bad guys and, and you end up kind of escaping and now you're going to help them. And then from there, it's literally, I mean, it's exactly what Far Cry 5 was. You're right. you're finding stashes, you're finding new weapons, you're finding, um, you're helping people and rescuing stuff. And it's a lot of just more of the same, but it's really fun. I mean, I loved the loop of Far Cry 5, so right. I'm really loving the loop of Far Cry 5 New Dawn. Now, um, have you done any of the, I don't want to call them, they're not excursions, but they're like where you, where you are trapped you travel out to a different place like San Francisco or whatever and you have Does that happen? Mm-hmm. No, I have not. That's one of the big that's one of the big things that everybody likes about this is the introduction of I can't remember what they're called, but you end up you get a guy who pilots a helicopter. Oh yeah, I'm working on getting him now. I yeah, have to get okay. him fuel so he can take me places. Yeah, yeah, and then he'll take you to places like San Francisco. Oh, I want to say like cool. Washington D.C. Just all kinds of crazy stuff. Man, and, I would not want to go to Washington D.C. from Montana in a helicopter. That's I a mean, long way. It's not fun. <laughs> no. But uh, but a lot of people are like, this is the this is the new thing in this version of Far Very Cry cool. that they're like, you know, three brought this, Primal brought that, blah 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 blah. This is the new thing that they're like, okay, this is the thing that they just introduced that needs to stick around to take the series forward. That's really cool. Yeah, so. I'm just having a lot of fun with it. It it plays so familiar, and you know, like it's a little different though because you're getting like these weird guns that they've like put together out of like duct tape and bailing wire and, and saw, saw blades. blades. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I picked it up for twenty bucks at Best Buy, so I'm like done. Is it on sale? It was oh, a week ago when I bought it. So well, yeah, it may still be. My brother I've picked only it up got on Amazon. Two 120 hour games a piece to play. Right. So well, that's kind of like I was hesitant to buy it, but I'm like, oh, I, like I wasn't going to buy it for forty, but for twenty, I'll 100 percent twenty grab absolutely. That. Yeah, and cool. and I wasn't going to play it either. And then I'm like, ah, what the hell? It's all good. <laughs> I'm going to buy this, but I'm not going to play you. Well, I was like, I, you know, I'll spend twenty bucks on it because I want to play it eventually. But I like I'll finish Metro and then I'll play it. Instead, I've just you been know. doing both. So gotcha. it's all good. The Dylan, what are you playing, good sir? Um, I didn't really play a whole lot. You ripped up your um, floor. I ripped yo. up your floor. And then last week was very, very strange to just put it. Um, it was a weird work week. I had to reschedule a bunch of stuff. And then all of a sudden, when this week came around and all that rescheduling was necessary, then a semi jackknifed and made it so we couldn't even do all that stuff that we had to, like, emergency reschedule oh yeah um it was a thing i which didn't made, hear about that yeah. my tuesday got really easy yesterday but it was supposed to be very uh very lots oh, um, very lots <laughs> so <laughs> but uh now we had to reschedule to next month forcefully so and i'm a little bummed because i was uh, supposed to have a lucio's um review prepared for today the official overwatch serial um i think it's actually lucio o's but i'm gonna say lucio's <laughs> i like lucio o's um oh I didn't. They have an officialist little Overwatch cereal. Yeah, and Ooh. I went to eat a bowl of my milk. What I was, I didn't know if it was bad or if it wasn't, and I wasn't it was gonna suspect. test it. You're like so, I'm not going to try exactly, this. Yeah, it was suspect, so I uh, didn't didn't do that. Um, sadly, I had no cereal, and then I was hungry. But then I think uh, Cliff took me for McDonald's in the morning and made it better. So. Aw, I'm very nice. nice. I didn't actually like pay for his meal. I just drove him to a McDonald's. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, it was, it was it was a good time. So thought that counts. Yeah, right. Um, I did see us though um, in the theater last night. Um, 
What did you think? I would love to hear. I would love to know. What did you think? Um, my paraphrased review is: it is a series of scenes with strong performances that amount to a metaphor that isn't a movie. Okay. Met out of ten. Met out of ten. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It okay. just. What's fair? No, I totally. I, one, it's I a comedy. It. The theater was. Laughing oh, yeah. the entire movie, yeah. and there was very little like scared reactions, which was very strange. Like the movie's not scary at all. I like atmospherically, it, it scared the crap out of me. Just some of the scenes. Scared yeah, me. there was always, and my friend that also watched it, who's a big horror movie buff, like that's what he watches and stuff. So I'm not that person. So I, I like to talk to him about horror movies and stuff when I see him, and he kind of said the same thing too. It's okay. like there's always a punchline. Like, the movie can never just let itself be scary. It's like, scariness, scariness, and then there's a joke at the end, and you're like, well, why couldn't that just be scary? Right, okay. Um, and then, I did like that there was more to the movie than what the trailer showed. Like, oh. the trailer shows a doppelganger family, right? Yeah. But there's a lot more than that. So you're like, okay, more. this is cool. But then towards the end, they start giving you more and more, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh man, there's a lot of plot holes in this movie. Like, Oh, well, I have to talk about like. Those. Like this now you've just opened up this can of worms and you're not explaining any of it. And then the movie's over and you're like, well, you didn't explain any of this and you gave too much away. So if you had like reeled back and made it more ambiguous, you'd be like, "Okay, that's kind of creepy. Right. But then you like gave so much away that you're like, well, that doesn't actually make any sense. Like the story is just like riddled with holes. So it, it was I found I think it found itself in a weird spot for me that. I, I went in. Th- I, I thought I was like. I, it sounds like an interesting, cool movie, and it just was not for me. So okay, a strong meh. But you saw it. I, I saw it, and that's good. Well, yay. Well, that's what we've been playing, everybody. <laughs> Us the movie. Us the movie. Uh, okay. What are we talking about now? So we have a Patreon. If you would like to support our show, it's Patreon.com/slash Bite Me Podcast for as little as one single dollar a month. Uh, you can do that, and you'll get fun little Discord, Wonder. little pictures and avatars and stuff. And you'll also have access to all of our shows as soon as we post them. You don't have to wait for them to go officially live. You can hear them as soon as we want you to. I may or like ahead of time. may not have just bought a bunch of window clings with our logo on them. <gasps> <laughs> How many is a lot? 50? That's what he does when I you like go off on a tangent. He's like, what is he talking? Why but did you just buy them right now? No, no. I, like, they wow. will actually be delivered either to my home or office tomorrow. Oh, good job. They're small. Good they're like you. the three by three. They're the exact same as our original stickers, but they're window clings mm, instead. That's cool. With the oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So if you're a patron, you probably will get one. Just yeah. saying. You should, um, and if you're not a patron, you should go ahead and become one. Go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast, buck a month for the lowest level of support all the way up to producer level, and we will say your name on our show just like... Jack Irish. Hey. <laughs> Jacob Frank. Tom McDermott. Yo. Austin pa- uh, I almost said Austin Powers again. Danger again. Palmer. Ugh, Palmer. Alan Schulte. I have to screw somebody's name up every week. It's just That's the way fine. this works. Joe Cole Jr., Kevin Schulte, and of course, Vinny Champa. The Champa. Oh, yeah, Vinny. Thank you, sir. The Chompster. Dude's still very solid. You should go watch his live stream. I need to. It's good. I need to actually, I, I need to live stream. 
I've been I, I've done it the last four nights and it has been a ton of fun. I just need to do it earlier. Our, I video, started, our video post, according to Facebook, is performing well. I I don't know. I maybe it, it's real it says, echoey. No, it says it is, but it's also like and for yeah. five more dollars yeah. you can. Bleh, bleh, bleh. It's good, but it could be. I, I tried steam, streaming to Facebook, so I'm like, oh, that'd be a cool way to like get a different uh-huh. audience. It sucks. It's uh, there's like a 10 second delay mm-hmm. between what you're doing, and once you get used to Mixer or even Twitch now that has that near instant stream, it's oh, do they have the yeah okay. Twitch does now too. It's so sure, hard it's... to deal with that 10 second delay. So sure. I did it for two days and then went back to Mixer. So. Ah, uh, gotcha. All right, so there it is. Bite me or patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Support us there if you feel so inclined. Um, also, if you're listening on iTunes, make sure you like us, rate us, and review us. Also, subscribe to us because that helps. Please. Um, yeah. And uh, we, if you leave us a nice review or even a nasty review, we will probably praise you or make fun of you. Yeah. That's fine. I'm into the both. Um, all right. So with that, let's get into this next segment because we got a bit to talk about. It is called News. Ooh, that also sounds like a hernia. <laughs> uh, my, my mouth was lifted too far towards the ceiling and it kind of like uh, it, it, it out at it the end. It kind of choked my esophagus. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> all that power with through. nowhere to go. Is that what it is? Your what? That's nothing. Sure. Um, so tons of games are getting released. Dates. Wait, tons of games are getting release dates and also announced. Yeah. When I first read that headline, I'm like, "This is making sense, Cliff." Yeah, it's get it together. Essentially, like this week, we had a both PlayStation and Xbox are doing like Nintendo style directs now, and so we had both of them this week. And I heard the PlayStation like state of play. It was like it was what it was. It was f- okay. It was yeah. not great. I, I thought heard it was it, not great. I was really kind of bored with it, to be honest. Eh. It's fine. I mean, with what Xbox and Nintendo are doing, I'm kind of bored with Sony. Not going to lie. I just wish it had been... They're the boring company now. I mean, not that I think Nintendo Directs are good either, to be honest. Um, But at least they're kind of kitschy. Like, they they take advantage of that, like, hey, we're Nintendo and we're weird. We know we're weird. And they're fast. And and they usually show you something that you were like, there's a lot of like... cool. Um, There's a lot of clicking. Yeah. But, like, they kind of are what they are. And the PlayStation was... That, but without the kitsch, which meant that it was just kind of like, hey, you could just like schedule up a bunch of YouTube videos and watch meeting. them in a row. <laughs> I kind of want to hear because I heard that it was, I didn't even watch it, I just heard it was bad. Um, I watched like the first 10 minutes. I heard that there was no actual like moderator or host or anything, nope. and it was just a female voiceover. Yep. I'm curious to know if that's the same female voiceover we have over on the Warm 106.9 station because she did the. Um, and she did the full announcement trailer for Stadia. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. That was her. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm curious to know. Anyway, um, so let's talk about some of these games that are coming out. I mean, this is basically, no, it's not your games of next month, which we should probably talk about doing because the first is oh, Monday. Oh, crap. Yeah. Huh, maybe tomorrow? Okay. <laughs> we'll do it. Yes, you do. Uh, um, so, awesome. On April 25th, Switch exclusive SteamWorld Quest is 25 bucks. <gasps> Did you any? Did you play SteamWorld I, Dig? You played it a little I've bit. I've played everything. I played I played SteamWorld Dig two, and I picked up SteamWorld Dig and Heist yeah. because they were like ninety nine cents and three ninety nine respectively. Um, but I haven't played those yet. They make some good games. I'm a little a little weirded out by an RPG with card based mechanics, but <laughs> I'll try. Literally, I will try anything these guys do. Because I guarantee all it fun. will be fun. Yeah, totally. I don't know if you you might not be like you might play it and be happy that you played it and not finish yeah. it. It might but be I guarantee a out of it will 10. be fun. But it will be fun. Met plus one out of ten at least. There's, I think the thing too, like Water you can team. almost guarantee about the Steam World 
series is that if you like look at it and go like, oh, it's twenty bucks. No, 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 no. Like wait six months. Their games go so cheap so fast. Oh yeah. Oh. They're all great. Real excited um, about that. Real excited about the nine new PSVR games coming out. I don't well, actually I don't know if I'm really excited about them, but it's just nice to see what this much support coming. That's exactly what I thought. Um, what about one of those? There, I can look at this and say, oh, there's two in particular. That fifth golf. one down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw so that. We'll get there. We'll get there. there. No, there. I'm spoiling so, it. Well, you should be excited. I'm very excited. Show it. Thankfully, I'm sitting down. Show your excitement. Um, you don't want me to do that. Behind a desk. That's Don't, don't, no. Yeah. It'll, it'll get real weird real quick. Mm. Uh, Falcon Age, no idea what that is. I don't April know what 9th any of on these 2019. Are. Table of Tales. April 16th. I'm guessing that you sit down at a table and you tell stories to people who aren't really there. See, because I was like thinking, like, it's just a table full of rat tails. tails. It's really gross. Fox tails. (laughs) Gross. Piles of disembodied tails. Um, Jupiter and Mars. Interestingly enough, it's a story about Venus and Pluto. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, You think it's like Rock'em Sock'em Robots with two gods? (laughs) Those all three of those are next month, though. Yeah. That would be so cool. Uh, like you knocked just, my block off. Just to, <laughs> oh, why don't they make a Rock'em Sock'em VR? That'd be good. That'd be pretty good. That'd be real good. You can actually like punch your friend in the face. That'd be great. Yeah. Why don't we just play real life <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em Robot? It's called Fight Club. No, I'm good. Um, So, yeah. So, what they sort of spoiled, I saw this and I got very happy. Everybody's Golf VR is happening on May 21st of this year. It looks really cute and I've fun. I've not even seen it. It looks really cute and fun. Well, now I need to. Yeah. Man, I don't need to be swinging around in my VR in my basement. <laughs> I will hit people and things. I will break stuff. My dog is going to think I'm crazier than already. <laughs> but I've got the move controller. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it's a it's and and I'm very You should insure your TV. I... Mm. Mm. Extra mm. wrist strap. Yeah. All right. Um, Trover saves the universe is on May 31st. Oh, you skipped a weird sounded one there. Oh, I'll... <laughs> Probably because subconsciously I'm like, I don't want to say it. Uh, Blood and Truth on May 28th. Mm. I really should have looked these up. I should have. Oh, well. I know. Uh, Mini Mac Mayhem on June 18th. That's three days after my birthday, just so you know. Good alliteration. Mini Mac Mayhem? Mm-hmm. Mm. And I said it without effing it up. Good man. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's like Titanfall, only tiny. I'm, Why don't they uh, call it Tinyfall? <laughs> I'm, or I think that's a, tiny Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Tiny yeah. Titanfall. I'm down. TTF. Um, and also, this is the other one that I did see the trailer for. I thought it was interesting. And I also liked how they kept putting, like, when it was outside of the suit, it said image not from gameplay. Uh, so uh, Iron Man VR is coming sometime this year. He skipped another one. <laughs> oh, crap. Sorry. Lists, well, Adam. <laughs> I don't want a vacation simulator. I want to go on an actual vacation. Yeah, I think vacation I simulator. Iron Man simulator, not think, a vacation simulator. I think vacation simulator looks really bad. But my kid adores Job Simulator, and Job Simulator sold, like, a billion billion copies. Well, so. I just don't understand why you would want to simulate things instead of actually doing the thing. I mean, even that, I mean, like, I don't know. I guess I can't really be Iron Man. Um, I, you could go play golf instead, Adam. Why would you want to play? Why would you want to play VR golf when you could just go golf? Because I suck. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm like, that's, um, that's the thing. Like, I just think they look dumb, but everyone else thinks they're super funny and whatever. So, hey, cool, good for them. Iron Man VR does look really good, though. It, well, it or interesting at least. It looks like it. It looks like it has the potential because if all it is is don't and don't get me wrong, flying around in an Iron Man suit and blowing baddies out of the sky with your your palm yeah. fingers, that's cool. That's great. But if that's all it is, well, that's going to be a short lived enjoyment. 
Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um, could, but I mean, that's coming out, I think, later this year. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it looked in the, the video I watched, I did actually see that part of the PlayStation yeah. thing. It was very much like these screens are all simulated. It's all, you Except know, for inside, because you noticed that went yeah. away when you went inside. Yeah, the but you know what I mean? That. Like, I think they're still Not from really working on that game. Yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein Young Blood. That's the new. Yeah, yeah. It's coming on July 26th. And then I heard this on uh, another show earlier today. Uh, this whole, if you buy the deluxe edition of this game, you and another person can play co-op, and they don't have to have the yeah. game. I don't know exactly how that works. If they download a version of it or what, but yeah, I'm super excited about this. This one's set, I think, ten years in the future after the last Wolfenstein. No, it's got to be longer than that. Twenty years. Twenty years in the future. Because it's his kid. Because you're playing as his two daughters. Okay. So yeah, BJ, BJ Blazkowicz's daughters. What's up with all these girls in video games? Yeah. Uh, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm really excited about that. I love the other Wolfenstein games. Still haven't played them. Mm, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Game Pass this year, there's a lot, a lot of good stuff. A bunch Coming. of ID at Xbox games. Yeah. Uh, Killer Queen Black, which if you've seen Killer Queen in, have you seen them out in the wild? Like yeah, those I've, I played it at PAX. Oh, it's yeah, so yeah. cool. It's, it's such a weird awesome. game. They've got, um, when I was in San Francisco, they've got a barcade down there where they've got just one mm-hmm. up against the wall and everybody just losing their mind. Tons of fun. I think one thing we should mention, too, these are all day and date on Game Pass. Wow. Every single one of these is coming out on Game Pass. Um, and then there's another game coming called Outer Wilds. Yeah. And, like, I don't know much about this, but it's got a lot of buzz. Um, it was the very first game that was ever crowdfunded on um, Fig, the, like, crowdfunding platform where you can actually pay a Forget little extra it, into it and get... Um, like an investment back in it. So in theory, if you invest into it, it makes a bunch of money. You can actually make money back. It was founded by Tim Schafer and a bunch of other folk. So why didn't I know about that? I don't know. I would have thrown like twenty bucks in there. Yeah, I mean they 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 do it all the time. Like Fig's a monthly thing. Just like um, they they kickstart a game once a month that you oh, can okay. do that on. Yeah, I, I kickstarted the Jan Silent Bob um, video game via Fig. So nice. Yeah. Um, Blazing Chrome. Sure. Yeah. Uh, void bastards, I avoid bastards. Just saying. <laughs> um, Operencia, Operencia. There it is. There Holy go. crap! Operencia, the it. stolen son. Uh, and I remember we looked at that the last. We just said that before, and I'm all like, Operencia, uh-huh. <laughs> Operencia. I'm guessing it has to do with an opera somewhere I don't in the know, story. Maybe. Who knows? All right, Opera, Opera. Yeah. Anyway, uh, supermarket shriek. <laughs> right? That's fun to say. Uh, the Good Life and After Party. After Party, I'm hyped about it. It's from the people that made Oxen Free. It's their next game. Ooh. Looks really good. Okay. Set in hell. <laughs> oh my God, it's a story about our office. I know, right? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, those are uh, just some of the games that are coming this year that have been recently, like, you know, announced or this given week, release like, dates. It's crazy. Even, like, yeah, and a lot of games are coming in just the next, like, 30 to 60 mm. days. So. Um, this is going to be a lot of uh, fun. Yeah. All right. So there is that. Up uh, next, EA has done gone and laid off 350 people. Yikes. Something not as fun. Well, and a lot of people. It's a lot of people. That's four percent of their workforce. Four yeah. percent. Yeah. Wow. Why? Um, apparently, it just has to do with. Well, I, you know. Quite frankly, like EA is a huge corporation. Evil corporate overlords. Yeah, like and lots of money. They said that it was because they're rearranging how they're doing business in Japan and Russia. 
Um, I don't know if... Okay. Uh, you know, it's one of those, you read a press release and you're never sure if it's like, hey, we're redoing how we're doing, you know, working in Japan and Russia, and we laid off 350 people. Like, it seems like those two things are related, but they may not be. Who knows? It might have been like, you know, their CEO needs, you know, a new car, and so you lay off 350 people, your stock ticks up, and you buy a new car. Who knows? I mean, he's a CEO, so probably like a new yacht. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a bummer. It's mostly folks in marketing, publishing, and operations. So not developers as much as development support staff. But I mean, it's been a rough, rough, rough year to work in games. Um, really hard year. So, you know, hopefully those folks find new jobs. There was a lot of very nice corporate doublespeak about how they are so sorry it had to happen and they will do everything to help Aww. these people out. But I'm sure they will. I'm not. sure. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, good job. Anyway. Um, all right. On to another corporate entity, Sony. They're going to stop letting retail outlets sell PlayStation 4 codes. So you can go in, like, you can buy, I want to buy the blah, blah, blah game. You buy the card, it gives you a code, you take it. Or you can buy, like, I, I wonder if you can still buy gift cards. You can still buy, so uh, you'll still be able to buy, like, gift cards. Not even, not gift cards, but, you know, hey, you bought a $100 worth of PlayStation credit. Well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You that's can buy I mean. those. You'll still be able to buy DLC. You'll still be able to buy add-ons and season passes, just not physical the games, which I think is really, I thought was really... Well, when you say physical the games, you mean the card... Physical digital the games. Yeah, so like you can't buy the digital version of a game via GameStop and then take that code. You can't go buy Red Dead Redemption on a little card and then go home and type in a code and get that on your PlayStation. Why? Did they explain why? They... It was literally, quote, unquote, the decision was made in order to continue to align key businesses globally, unquote. So um, if that means actually anything to you in English, then I guess that's why. Um, Oh. What I read later was is if Sony sells a game via their store, Sony makes $30. If Sony sells a digital code via a store, they make about $12. So (laughs) my my guess would actually be about 18 bucks a game is the reason. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh I always kind of wondered what the what the cut would be because yep. I knew like I knew that was just like bad for business for those yeah. I mean things. it's the same reason they push digital over physical is they make yeah. all the money from physical as opposed and that to never goes on sale yep well, I mean, stuff goes on the sale. Stuff, you it know, does. Like, I think it's a real misnomer, actually. Like, it goes on sale a lot. It's just not... Like, the difference is they go on sale all the time, but what doesn't happen is this game is three years old, so now it should be $20 if you bought it retail. It might still be 60 in a digital store. It'll right. still go on sale. It just won't... You won't see that, hey, it was 50 and now it's 40 and now it it's 35 and now it's 20 Yeah. Right. Price drop. Change, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, this is a... This is a this is a big deal if you are GameStop. Like, it's mm-hmm. a big deal if you are GameStop. Um, they are already... We had a big discussion, but there's actually a question later about, like, how can GameStop save itself? And, uh, like, they're circling the bottom of the toilet bowl right now, man. Like, they they put themselves up for sale. There was two big venture capital firms, and, like, venture capital firms don't buy places like GameStop because they want to, like, turn around and make a bunch of money out of them. They Turn it, they buy them so they can saddle them with a bunch of other debt and then watch them go out of business. Um, oh, so rude. Yeah. I mean, it's what happened to Toys R Us. And so, like, two of them were like, mm, nah, we're good. <laughs> so, Crap. yeah, it's, it's not a good sign for GameStop. And this is just another, it's another mm-hmm. way they're not going to be able to make money. It'll be interesting to see if something like this, like, affects Amazon. 
But that's what they said. Nobody knows. It affects all brick and mortar. So this also affects Best Buy and anywhere you can get those game codes. I mean, they sell those weird places some days. Like every once in a while, you'll see those at like grocery stores and you know that kind of thing. Well, I mean, so. I know you see them at places like Target and uh-huh. Walmart, and, and and you won't see them that. anywhere. But they haven't said whether this affects digital purchases off online storefronts like Amazon. So Amazon has a lot of purchasing power. I would, I would. It's probably the one place that might be. It's it's the it's the one place that could say like okay well we'll just stop selling your games then you know like I mean they have enough clout to probably pull that off so I don't know it'll be interesting to see um, I I think that the the takeaway though is if you pre purchased a game from any of those places we just named and you pre purchased it digitally and that game comes out after April 1st, you need to talk to that retailer and get your money back. <laughs> and they won't push- just honor the codes that have already been sold? No. That's stupid. Well, because Come the thing on. is, is that's, a, that's a contract between you and the store, not you and Sony. Come so on, you Sony. bought that thing from GameStop, not... Guys, don't know. be a dick. So you're, you'll want to either move that over to physical code or change that to be PlayStation bucks or... I don't know. The, the thing is, is the per- people that this disservices the most... Are people that don't have credit cards that people that or or people that don't trust Sony to put their credit card into Sony's website? Absolutely. Which I mean, if you'll recall, had some Just issues. Or, it's fair if you don't yeah. want to put your credit card online. Yeah, hundred percent. So they've had nothing but good, trustworthy experiences. Nothing, I mean, their website wasn't down for no what a month. I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> so cool. Well, it's or kinda, not? Kind of crappy. Yeah. All right, No Man's Sky, the game that everybody was really really excited about, and then everybody hated, but then it got good. I, has there uh, ever been a game that went from being so reviled and just worked itself and worked itself and worked itself until people are like, oh, man, No Man's Sky is great now. And look at all this crap they gave us. Yeah. Like, no. I can't uh, think of a single game. So I think most most games would just move on to the next game. A hundred percent. I don't I do not understand at all how they're making money because yeah. they have not charged for anything past the initial game. So any of the updates. Have Maybe people all are just free. still buying it. I, I mean, I think it is. Like it came out, it was originally a PS4 exclusive and it eventually did come out on the Xbox. And if you want to buy it on the Xbox today, it's still like forty or fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, although right now you can get it for the PlayStation for I think ten. Holy crap. So if you want to play it PSVR, like now is the time to buy No Man's Sky. It's really cheap right now. Yeah, because they are bringing VR to No Man's Sky. It's oh, going to be, oh, that's fine. They're bringing <laughs> it out this summer. It's a free update. Social and multiplayer stuff coming along with it. Um, like all kinds of, and it's going to be on not just the PlayStation VR, but also Steam VR. Yeah. So I'm. you can play it. Do you have it on I own, PC? I own it on the PlayStation, unfortunately. Like I, I really, really, really wish I owned it on the Xbox, but not quite enough to double dip it. So, it's not, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it's fun. I've enjoyed it. I, I think I actually enjoy Astroneer more than I've enjoyed No Man's Sky. But hmm. uh, it's really, it's an interesting game. Um, I've only played it for maybe three or four hours. But I oh, is that all? Yeah. But oh, I love, 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 love what they're doing to it. Like, they have, they've put so much into this game. Um, and I hope that they're getting, I'm, you know, and they got so much crap at first. So much crap. And I oh, hope yeah. that they're now getting a, a lot less of that and that people are really recognizing how much they've put into this game. It's good. It is good. Um, So... An announcement happened earlier this week. Was it earlier this week? Sure. Last week. I don't know. Time is a thing, man. Um, Time is a construct. Yeah. Um, Apple announced a game subscription service. Cleverly named. Apple Arcade? Ooh, yeah. Oh, look at that. (laughs) 
It's no Google Stadia. <laughs> I'll take Apple Arcade over Stadia. That's right. Um, so, from what I've heard of this, it is a game subscription service. There's no pricing uh, announced for it yet, but it's going to. They're going to have custom kind of content or, or like. From what I understand, like it's not like platform. what I expected it to be was. Hey, we're going to take a you know X number of games that already exist on our platform, and if they have a bunch of like paid DLC, paid expansions, whatever. We're going to make it free, and here's a bunch of games that we already have. But it does not appear that way. It looks like it's actually going to be roughly 100 games that are all brand new and exclusive to the platform. Like, this will be the only way you will be able to play them. So. Interessant. How do we feel about this? I... If it comes in at ten bucks a month, are you into it? No, I mean, I don't eight. think this is for us, though. Like, it's not. They're thinking of as someone who is an Apple user. Think of all the Apple users out there that don't have the ability to play games because it's still very much a real thing. It's like they might be interested in, but they don't have that ability. And this is something that might just fit into that puzzle, just because there's this game thing that they can play. You know who um, I think will be a huge user of this is kids not kids but kids first of all uh, mm-hmm. young kids yeah. but like teenagers between the ages of like 18 and 24 that are at college because it'll also play on a apple tv and it'll also play on a mac think of how many right. like think of That's all a, the kids you know I, I, kids like i'm so old jesus um, i'm a kid that have um Max that they get to go to college, mm-hmm. right? And it'll all those games will play on them, and it's really really easy to hook a Bluetooth controller up to a Mac. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like, I think that's interesting. Um, and I mean, like, it doesn't cost a lot of money. It gives you something to do. Like, my guess is that some of them will be multiplayer, so you could play them in front of a TV off of an Apple TV. I don't. It's not. It's really not for me. Um, with the exception of like, if my kid really wants it, I will probably pay ten bucks for it. Um, but do we think it's going to be ten bucks? I think it's going to be more. Maybe I don't know. Um, I will say that you know, how every time you see any of the Google Stadia commercials, any of the Xbox streaming commercials, they all show you playing with an Xbox controller with a little clippy thing that holds your phone. And every time I'm like, how does that work? Because you cannot connect a they must just be android phones must be the answer mm. because you cannot connect an xbox controller to an iphone you just can't and if that thing existed where i could get my my xbox controller and have the little clippy thing and hook my phone up to it it's probably 100% something i would be interested in because i don't i have really big thumbs and so like when i'm playing games i'm like there's so much thumb in front of my screen <laughs> yeah. um but i would love to be able to do it like sitting on the couch with a controller like that would be great um, but I've got an iPhone, so I don't know. I mean, you can buy this thing. Yeah, but I don't really, like, I already have, like, 45 controllers. I don't really need to spend another 50 bucks on a uh, iOS-specific commercial that I can, or iOS-specific controller that I can only use on my iPhone. You know what I mean? Like, I mean. But I guess, I, literally, I have six Xbox One controllers. I, <laughs> you know, I don't need. What the what is this? You can buy that. That that's dumb, and it only has one star. <laughs> okay, anyway, you know yeah, what I mean. Stars. Anyway, yeah, I, it's cool, I guess. Um, <clears throat> I, I I wish, like, I thought this about the the Stadia announcement too. I'm really disappointed they keep doing these. Hey, come look at our stuff. 
Well, tell you what it's going to cost in like three or four, five, six months, well, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, well, yeah. that's not the important part, is it? Because I get a feeling it's going to be more expensive than people are thinking, and they just want they want to get everybody tantalized. And, and I ready guess that's for the it. reality: is if you want to, if you want to make a big splash, and then hope that the like, oh my god, it's forty dollars a month comes later. <laughs> I guess I get that. Um, the only other thing I've heard that I really dislike about this is that it's really rumored that the way they're going to pay developers is that your cut is based on how many minutes people play your right. game. I remember that too. Which I think is crappy for multiple reasons. One, I think it's a really stupid way to base payments on. Mm-hmm. But what it also does is it incentivizes developers to make games that are... Good? No. <laughs> Long. <laughs> Uh, it incentivizes you to pad out like so this is like do you ever do you ever read Kindle books um, do you, uh-huh. ever, you know Kindle Unlimited right yeah so it's a subscription service that you pay 10 bucks a month for and you get free books and it used to be like hey you'd get you know like if someone opened your book you'd get so much money and then they started doing it by depending on how many pages people read you get more money if they finish your book you get more money was that and how so, that works yeah and so all of a sudden it went from like hey I just write Kindle books and it's great to like I write 700 page high fantasy tomes on Kindle Unlimited or I write a million books you know I put out six books a month and they're all 150 pages and you should read all of them and they're a series and the series goes on forever and so it really incentivizes authors to not write the book you want to write, the the story, the plot, the pacing that you want to write, and instead encourages them to write a book that will make them the most money from the Kindle Unlimited algorithms. Yeah. And I worry that incentivizing developers based on the time you spend playing it mm-hmm. will encourage them to make games that encourage players to play it longer. I, I guess the thing is, if you're if you're... Saying, hey, we're going to get 100 new and exclusive games and we're going to curate this content. It's the best 100 games from the best developers you could get. Why wouldn't you just split it 100 ways, you know? Doesn't this sound a little bit like the radio industry? Oh. I mean, probably. Probably. You're not wrong. spent listening. Yeah. Yeah. You're just trying to build stuff around so they, I mean, they play your game. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. We want you to listen to all your favorite songs it. in about 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Don't don't change the station. I know it's don't. commercial. It's fine. Like, oh, we're just going to go right over that commercial. It's fine. It's Trust fine. me. You, you need this car you on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. There's more. Mm-hmm. Like, your favorite artists are playing in five minutes. It'll be fine. Just yeah. stick around. Don't, don't Hit music in less than 60 seconds. Yeah. 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 Stick around. That's a good point. Radio's great, folks. <laughs> Pays our bills every day. Oh, hey, you're listening God. to this podcast because of well, radio. Right. <laughs> I think it's interesting because it's the... It is the, what's the word, the product of too much information. Like when you start collecting so much data, right? Okay, now we can pay you based on how much people actually play your games. Not because no one's buying them. Yep. They're subscribing, right? Mm-hmm. So if no one plays them, why should you get paid? Yeah. Right? So it's like, it's, uh, I guess my we thing get is so much data these days that it, it's going to be increasingly easier to like screw I guess people my thing is, is take a hundred mm-hmm. bucks, divide, or to take, $10,000 we make. Every All 100 games get a chunk of $10,000. If your game's not performing, we drop you and add a new game. You know, right. It's not that hard. Like, yeah. I'm sorry to you people that wanted it. It's available in the App Store. It's 99 cents. I, yeah. I just don't like incentivizing people via time. Yeah. But time is money. It's true. So, I mean, in this social construct. Right. All right. Well, there is that. Uh, so uh, Apple Arcade is set to launch in fall of this year. 
And it's kind of cool that you can uh, at least share it up with up to six family members. I do members, like that so it has family cool. sharing. That's nice. Um, Nintendo is in the news again. Well, they're never not in the news lately just because they are just killing it. Um, w, or w, WSJ. Wall Street Journal article came out, and there is a rumor that Nintendo is going to have two new Switches probably, possibly sometime this year. As soon as summer. They're saying yeah. an E3 announced with a summer release, which I mean... It would I mean, make sense. You know, you're talking... So when summer end? August 21st? Yes. September 21st? August yeah, 21st. July, August... No, September. No, September. Yeah. So... Uh-huh. Yeah. Before Fall September, which would put it out... The last one last one came out in January, right? February? March. March. March whatever. It was like March 2nd? Yeah. March 12th? So, you know, we're talking three years now? I'm trying to remember when I lost my first Seem, Switch. Yeah, it'll be the third. This, yeah. It'll be the third anniversary, but it'll have been out for two yeah. years. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Do you want to talk about... Well, no, no. So it'll be... I don't know. Time is a construct. <laughs> yes. Um, so, let's talk about some of these. The rumors are that there's going to be a higher-end switch and a cheaper low-end switch. Um, so, and some of the things are, they're talking about when it comes to the lower end one, it's very clearly going to be a 3DS or a 2DS replacement. Yeah. No um, rumble. No rumble. Probably a lower res screen, maybe. I don't, th- I don't or think the same, so. I think the higher end model that's coming out is going to have a, a better processor, better everything. One thing they're saying, though, is that the lower end one will not plug into a dock. Like, you do not play this on your TV. I've, then why would you call it a Switch? Because it's branding. Yeah. Yeah. Why did but, you call a 2DS a 2DS when, you know? Because it, it's only in 2D. You know what I mean, though? Like. But it made sense. I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, why call it, I mean, call it a Switch? What does it matter? What else are you going to call it? Like a yeah. 3D, a, a 2D. A Nintendo doesn't Switch? You know what I mean? You know what I mean, though? Like, it's, it's, yeah. they want to, cons- they probably want to kill off the 3DS, 2DS line. I get it. And only have a Switch line. They're probably sick of trying to advertise to two different I think that you're going to see the the lower end switch not ship with a dock, but maybe you it can will buy be one dockable, separate. or or yeah. there will be some way to connect it to a TV. It just you have to have that ability. Just because it's a Nintendo Switch, the whole point of it is oh, I, you can plug into your TV and then you can take it with you. So I've got a feeling it's going to be smaller. It's not going to have detachable Joy Cons, so you're going to have to buy a jo- uh, like a Pro Controller or have other Joy Cons to play it on screen. I think you. I think they'll still detach. Oh, you think? Yeah. I don't think they will. I would wonder if they they won't have Rumble, and I would guess but they the, won't have a lot of the gyroscopic stuff. The Joy Cons have that in them, though, right? What? The, they have the rumble and the gyro. Yeah, yeah, so it's in it the console, so yeah, but I why they, wouldn't they? Because it's cheaper. Right. Like, so they're going to just ship you with non, just like bare bones yeah. Joy-Cons. They'll yeah. probably be closer to So you can just the, switch them out, and then if they don't ship it with a dock and you have a dock, it's just like, why not just have a, a switch? Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's still really rumored. Um, the thing I think is most interesting thing about this, do you remember in, we talked about it in December where they asked Reggie, like, hey man, what's, what's up with the new Switch? He's like, we are, it's not something we're even thinking about right now. Like, we're concentrating on the Switch. Well, he quit and now they're like, hey, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. now we can talk about all that Well, crap. no, they very, they, they're like, no, comment. We don't talk about stuff that's speculative, whatever. But I, I think it'll be really interesting. I, I'm not against it, I guess. I don't know. So right. Will you buy a, a high end one? Absolutely. No. Really? Absolutely. My switch Why? is fine. What do you What do you want? Because be- I have loved every second of the one I have now. Interesting. Why wouldn't I want a better one? Oh, I love my switch. Don't get me right. wrong, but I don't. I don't need a new one. Yeah, I'm not sure I would either. Um, well, I've almost bought a second one, so that's fair. Like, why wouldn't I buy a new, better one and have two? 
Yeah, I I will have to see very much what the price point is and what features I get um, because there's not much about my current Switch that I think like, oh, man, I could really use it to do. I wish it did X better, mm-hmm. um, especially because like having a higher risk screen or, or a faster one, whatever, if I want to play a something that would take advantage of that, I'm going to play it on my Xbox anyway. So... I don't know. Like this, I I like my Switch, but I'm not nearly as enamored with it as I think a lot of people are. Um, and I think a lot of that's because it hurts my hands a lot to play hand, uh, in handheld. So to me, it's it's another console system. So yeah. I like playing handheld. Maybe if they make the the and maybe they'll make some new Joy Cons that are a little Programs. more ergonomical. Yeah, I just yeah. it's I wish it did, but like I play it for long. Pro and just cons. Like that, that tendon that runs down to your thumbs Joy like pros. just hurts after after a half hour. So I hear you. Um, so, but on the higher end, what do you what do you think they're going to do there? I think it more will processor, more 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 storage. Yeah, I think they'll probably bump up processor. I more storage, maybe, but like the 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 ability to just dump an SD card into it is so. I mean, like maybe they'll go from thirty two to sixty four gigs. But right, whatever. that's what that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, um, I think you'll have a bigger battery with higher battery life. Um, I don't Depending th- on what the price difference is, I might do it just for that alone. Yeah, I don't think you'll necessarily get like I would. I wouldn't be surprised if you have a better quality screen, but I don't know if they're going to bump up from like a 1080 screen. I don't. I have a really hard time imagining that. I guess it's mostly 720 in handheld mode, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so you might probably probably bump up to a 1080 screen then. And if that's the case, then they're definitely going to have to put a better battery in that, mm-hmm. way better. Yeah. And like they're going to have to do some optimization for that. I think you'll see just like cell phones do that. You know, mm-hmm. every time you buy a new iPhone, you go from the A8 to the A10 to the A12 processor, and I'm sure it's just going to be a sequential kind of jump like that. Probably um, 1080 would be great. Um, I don't know how much it matters in a screen that size, but. We'll see. Um, it would to me. It really depends on pricing too. Like, I'm not going to pay 400 bucks for one. Just no. flat out, not going to nope. pay 400 bucks for one. And I, what do you think a good price point for a high end one is? What do you actually? It's going to be. I, I. So I think we're going to see the lower end one probably come in the 150 to 200 price range. Ooh, I really do. Probably probably 200. Ask. Probably 200. So I think it's going to be 250. Mm. I think you'll see 250, three, 350. I think you're going to see two, yeah. three, four. four. That's what I think I'm going to see. Or, or actually, I mean, for four hundred bucks, man, like that's that's an Xbox One X on sale. I think maybe two, two fifty, and three fifty. Let's go with that. I don't think you can make one for two hundred bucks. I do not think you can make one for two hundred bucks. But I think you. can. I mean, they never made a they never made a a Vita for two hundred bucks. Well, yeah, that's Sony. They're greedy. They also use like super hyper expensive proprietary memory for their game cards. You know what I mean, though. Like, you're not lying. If you never figured out a way to make a, I think the thing is, if I think if they could have figured out how to make a Vita for 150 bucks or 200 bucks, they could have sold a bunch of them. I think they would have. True. Okay. I well, don't know. I don't know. I th- I honestly do think that the low end one is going to be in that under the sub 200 range. I really do. 200 or below. I, I'm calling. I it would now. maybe say 200, but I think 250. Okay. Do you think they'll continue to sell the mid-range one, or does it go away? Do you have one at two fifty and one at three fifty, or one at two hundred, one at three fifty, or whatever? Or do you still have that that older one? I guess it depends how high end the one really is. Yeah, if it's yeah. just like a quality of life improvement. So then you get rid of it, it would replace it if it's actually like supposed to be a pro version. 
then I mean maybe that's the option too. You have a two hundred dollar and a three hundred dollar, and that's just the the new yeah. one. I mean that's how iPhones work when you think about it. Mm-hmm. You don't. I mean except until they got to the one X's, they were always kind of they all came they out seven hundred price. You get you yep. paid up seven hundred dollars for a cell phone. You paid seven hundred dollars for a cell phone for years and years and years and years. So it would that be, be two and three. I can it see that. It'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. Cool. So it's just a rumor, obviously, at this point, but. We'll probably find out more. Uh, what's this thing called? E3? E3. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's just a rumor, but it's like a rumor with like leaks from factories where things are being made. So pretty good rumor. Good job, guys. And it's the Wall Street Journal, too. Like, I mean, it's, well, not, it's not like Nintendo's News. With a <laughs> <Z>. com. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, let's wrap up our news real quick with this. Overwatch League is getting its own stadium. Uh, it's a $50 million arena. It's called the Fusion Arena. It's going to be the largest eSports-specific arena in the Western Hemisphere, uh, Philadelphia, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, 60,000 square feet, just slightly smaller than my house, I'll have you know. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, room for 3,500 spectators. Yes, that is my house. Um, that's a lot of people. What are they spectating? I mean, what are they watching on giant screens in an arena that they could be doing on their couch via Twitch? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I, you know, I've never been to an esports event. I'm sure it's a spectacle. I would kind of like to. I don't know. They do the the um, which one's here? Uh, oh, that MOBA uh, game, Dota. Dota. Yeah, Dota's here every year, and I've almost had to go about going. But tickets are like 120 dollars. So maybe we can get press passes. Which, oh, I'd be into that. Yeah, they're they, they're doing and then it we in can Vancouver. Get press flights to Philadelphia. Yeah, right. Um, I, have you seen this the screenshot of this arena? Like, no, is it like massive? It's I could crazy. Click a look at this thing, man. Well, it looks like a giant game. Like it looks like you like plug a controller into it and play it. It's all orange and neon. And so, why are you going to build a giant arena for thirty five hundred people? Oh, wait. Well, because, I mean, things like the key arena, you can fit 30,000 people in. About 19. Okay, let's go. I like 30. 30 sounds better. Okay, that's fine. It's wrong. But (laughs) (laughs) But basketball stadiums don't hold as many people as you think they do. The reason, I'm sure, is, like, why don't they just play in a basketball arena? Yeah, why don't they just do something like that? My guess is that... Maybe not that many people are going to show up. Well, my guess is that... Like the the cynical part of me says that somebody somewhere some some dude with a couple hundred million dollars is like, dude, if we can get the city to pay for this thing and make taxpayers also pay for it, I can fill it full of nerds and make a bunch of money, just like every other stadium project that's ever been announced ever. Like I don't know that, but I'm just I'm just probably not wrong. I'm just suggesting that they're probably like imminent domaining a bunch of houses to tear down to build a stadium in a crappy part of town because they're going to revitalize the neighborhood and the city only has to pay $250 million. <laughs> um, hmm. Anyway, I'm just, just spitballing um, CenturyLink Field. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but my guess is that it really just, it's doing well. Like, I mean, folk yeah. want to go see this and they think they can sell tickets. I, did, I, I just stopped following the Overwatch League. Did you... I kind of like check in on it. I know they're I, doing I an Are expansion. they doing well? I, I don't know if that happened, if it's going to happen. Yeah. I can't remember. The one thing I do know is that, um, so all the games up until now, and including this year, are played in LA, I think. Sure. Um, like the teams live there and play there. Oh, even yeah, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. Even though they're the Philadelphia team, all the games happen somewhere in LA. Um, starting in 2020, they're actually going to start doing home and away games. So you actually will physically travel to Philadelphia to play the Philadelphia, Philadelphia team, and the Philadelphia huh. team will travel somewhere else, which makes me really wonder about their international teams, though. Like, that's rough. Like, having oh, to fly yeah. to London, and I, there's one London 
management team. Like, I don't know what they do. Like, fly over here and just stay for a couple months? I mean, that's what they're doing now, I guess. So. Wow. That's, that's a rough gig, though, too. Yeah, it is. Um, we'll see. Overwatch League players are going to start playing home and away games in 2020 is when that's going to start happening. Yeah. Should be wow. interesting. Cool. All right. There's all your news for the week. Interesting stuff. Um, don't forget, we are a Humble Bundle partner. Make sure you go check us out at uh, bitemepodcast.com slash humble, and you can find all the latest and greatest Humble Bundle info. In fact, we'll be talking about that very shortly. Grasshoppers. Yes, grass, <laughs> grasshoppers. But first, if you have questions for us, you can always drop them in our Discord or send us messages on either uh, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Discords, all the, all the stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. We have a few to talk about. Up first, as always... Hey, yo, Vinny. That guy. Um, hey, Half the time, I don't even think Dylan's paying attention, man. He just snaps up at that microphone. He's it's right great. on it. Really good. Um, and in case you haven't been paying attention, Mr. Vinny has been doing a, a nightly stream. He's uh, He's got or, a scre- streaming schedule. Streaming schedule, TV okay. Slash DeVinster. Yeah, check him out. He's super fun, super cool guy. Uh, and always has good questions. Except for maybe this one. No, I'm kidding. No, this one's good. It's I like good. this one a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, if you had the option to see any video game done as a theater production, what would it be and why? Hmm. Hmm. So I've been thinking about this one a lot because I had the opportunity to, because I read the show notes before oh, we do it. you're a good, um, good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really... So when you think about a good theater production, like there's kind of some rules around it, right? Um, limited to some degree number of scenes. You can only make so many sets. You can only have so many people be in it. You can only, I mean, you know, I mean, yes, Broadway is bigger than... Ever. Not, you know, something besides Broadway. But, you know, when you think about a production... There's there's limits to what you can do, and so it helps if you can think of the context of, you know, a couple scenes, couple actors, couple sets, that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. I would like, which to me, like, I immediately started thinking of like super story driven, story focused games. Um, I really want to see Firewatch because I was thinking about that. Too. I think Firewatch would be really good, and I think if you really wanted to, you could make Firewatch into a musical. Like, I think it could work. <laughs> It's mostly one person. Um, there is a, a you know a radio you're talking into right. a lot. They both could sing. I think it could be very interesting. <laughs> I, had okay. the, I had exactly the same. It idea. does not have to be a musical. That's crazy. But like I can even picture in my head like how this could work as a musical. Most of your sets are outside. You've got an, you know some outside sets. You have uh, the, cool the cabin tower. watchtower set. You have you know a couple of other little set pieces like the camp they find so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. It has a pretty good, like, you know, kind of three-act kind of setup where you've got kind of an introductory. You know, you've got that kind of where you're learning about the character first part, and then he gets there, and all of a sudden, you know, you're you're growing and learning about the people, and then there's some tragedy, and then there's some more tragedy, and I think it could be good. Um, and I think Tacoma would be really good, too. The entire thing set on a space station. Oh, yeah. Um, more scenes there because there are a bunch of different locations, but I think that would be like really interesting experimental theater too, because there's only one actual living character in that game and everyone else is just like the memory or the recorded part of, so that leads to a lot of interesting, like how do you present a person that is physically there as a memory. Like, how do you how do you costume them? How do you you know how do you how do you do the forward and backwards? You know, like think about that concept. Like that entire game is based around you're watching essentially a 
AR video of other people interacting, but you can rewind and fast forward that at will. Like, think about that as a play. How interesting it would be. Like, okay, we're just going to rewind and everyone would have to do all their stuff backwards and then forwards again. And it could be a really interesting play. And I think probably just narrow, make it a little squishier, make it a little smaller to, to account for how big that space station is. I think it could be fun. I mean, that's what I prepared. I thought I was going to blow Cliff's mind. And Not a musical. We're at the same, we're on the same. Fist bump. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. They did that. We did. Um, I think it would be interesting. God Super Smash, Smash Bros. Musical. No, no, no. no <laughs> Super no. Smash Bros. <laughs> Breath of the Wild. No. Um, I think it would be interesting if um, they found some of the more interesting stories that have happened between characters or players in Stardew Valley. Oh, that would be fun. And turned that into... A stage production or a theater production because while you could have many, many different sets, they'd be super, super simple because they're a small country town yeah, yeah, yeah. or a small island town or a small coastal town, something like that. So you could have a basic kind of here's Main Street setup yeah. and here's this setup and here's the inside of a shop setup or the inside of a cave setup. And yeah. I think it'd be fun to take maybe some of the interesting stories that have happened in, since multiplayer has been introduced. Yeah. Um, and who got married to who, or yeah. what happened there, or somebody's crop's dad. I wouldn't have thought whatever. about that, but any of those kind of games, the Harvest yeah. Moon, like all those could make a very interesting... Oxenfree? Yeah. Oxenfree is... Oxenfree's kind of spooky, though. Like, yeah. that would be... And there's a lot of... There's a lot... There's, it's big. It takes place in a lot of places. Um, yeah. I think I think Oxenfree would make a way better movie, personally. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Um, Firewatch is actually rumored to be a movie eventually. They've, I, they're they've talking talked about, about that. that, so I would I would like to see that as well. Very cool. I think, a, I think I think Stardew. Uh, I think start. Well, what would be cool? How about if they'd made Stardew Valley into like an anthology series? Yeah, kind oh, of just be like great. in each episode is its own standalone little story. I think it could also be a musical. I would I would see Stardew oh, for the musical. Sure. I like musicals a Stardew lot. Stardew the honest. musical. Cool. Cool story, Vinny. Thank you. Or cool question, Vinny. Thank you for that. <laughs> cool story. Cool story, bro. Um, all right. Joe Coleslaw wants to know, is going back to play older video games, retro in many senses of the world, word, really worth it? Is it worth the time, money, and effort to go back and play the games up? Old. I like that. Old. With an O-L-D-E. E. Yeah. Uh, does it truly satisfy the nostalgia bug or finally curb the urge to try things you haven't been able to play? Will it make one truly appreciate where we as a gaming society came from or take up real estate on a TV and such to gather dust? There's a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, we, and we touched on this last week. Yeah. We've talked about this before where it's like retro gaming. Is it really, are you going back because that was a good game or that was a good experience? Yeah. Nostalgia where you were at the yeah. time. Yeah. I... I love every once in a while popping into Super Mario World. Oh, hell yeah. I love playing some, you know, some older stuff. Every once in a while, it's, it's a fun thing to do. It, it, you know, the reason I have not bought an NES Classic or an SNES Classic or, like, even, like, I have a Retro Pride. I don't have it hooked up. Um, like, I have it in case, like, I get <clears> the <throat> bug and decide I want to do it. Um as much as I like, I mean, we do an entire podcast about retro gaming, so it's obviously something I'm interested in, but for me, it's almost more like the memory of doing it mm-hmm. um, often is way better. The stories that I remember in my head, the the nostalgia of playing those games is often far better than the reality of going back and playing them now. Um, for, for me, it 
sometimes the playing them now does not live up to how I remember those games playing. Mm-hmm. That being said, sometimes it is super fun to go through um, like our last 8-Bit Bites was all about brawlers, right? And so we were talking about a lot about like Double Dragon and Golden Axe and, and those kind of games that I put so many quarters into and never beat. It's really cool to be able to load up a game with unlimited continues and actually get to see what all of Golden X looks like, all of Double Dragon looks like, um, all of the like the X Men, Simpsons, those four player cabinet games look like. How you know what the ending of those looks like that you wouldn't have that opportunity any other way. So I think that's fun. Is it something I do every day? No. Is it something I do? Every month, no. <laughs> Every six months, sure. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's worth it. I wouldn't. I would not put a lot of money into it. But that's me. Yeah, I don't think the pursuit of like nostalgia is very good because I don't think a lot of the times you are going to be too thrilled, honestly. Uh, but I think there are certain old games that w- you ask the question, "Why was this game so good?" and you play it, and you still realize Super Mario, like those games are good. Yeah. Like, why is this game so good? You can go back and you can just see. Really, I mean, you're working with the original foundation of what you could do with a game, and you're playing a fantastic game. So it's like, I think it's helpful to understand why those games are still great. Like, you go back and play Tetris. It's the same game. It hasn't changed at all. Why is this this simple puzzle game so good? And I think we can learn things that can inform new games by using old games that are the ones that kind of stand out and are still spectacular. I uh, I think, too, that one thing you have to really think about with old games is that the way you played, the way I played games in the late 80s, early 90s, is way different than the way I play games today. Today, oh, yeah. I have a wealth. I mean, I am actively playing four video games right now. <laughs> actively. Um in you sir are crazy. 1988, I owned four games total. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't every month I'm getting, you know, four new PlayStation games and four new Xbox games and 100 games on Games of Gold or uh, Game Pass. You just didn't get that. And so, the you know, it was like, hey, Final Fantasy whatever is 120 hours long. I go like, sweet, finally I'm going to have something to play for the next six months. You know, it's the only game I'm going to be playing for the next six months. And it was fine. Like, now, like, someone tells me a game's like, well, it's like 17 hours. I'm like, ooh, seven. Hmm. Probably not. So. All right. Sorry. Didn't, please oh. go ahead, Adam. Oh, no. I I have no opinion on this because I I have the old games to play if I want to play them. I play them because I like them. Like, Mario War- Super Mario World. Great game. Great game. Super Mario 64. Great game. Never played it. I can't believe you've never played Mario 64. That just boggles my mind. <laughs> I need to like buy an N64 it is and like six games. Literally they the game. It. They did it. They put it on the 3DS, I think. Yep. It's on yeah. 3DS. Yeah. So it's the it game that changed games. Like, it's, it's so just good. straight up. Yeah. So probably should. Yeah. You should do that. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's like, I guess I just, I'm old enough to where I remember playing these games and I liked playing these yeah. games. I'm not, I remember not liking a lot of games, like Double Dragon. Come on. Oh, like, I love that game. It's fun. It was fun at the time. I'm not going to go back and just jam my fingers on two little buttons for these little dudes to beat the crap out of people on screen so they can fight over a girl at the very end. I'll tell you, man, it's only Spoilers. like 15 minutes long. <laughs> you, I know, right? you don't have to jam your fingers on buttons for very long. Just saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah. I've got the ways to play them, and I do play them. Every once in a while, I will plug in my NES yeah. Classic or my SNES Classic. I'll play those games, and I will love them. Forever. More, I just... Except for the original Kirby game, that weird... Yeah. 
Tetris-y like puzzle kind of thing. It's real weird. Ultimately, that. all I want is all of these Yoshi games, games to be. Sorry, not Kirby. Yoshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was it Kirby? I don't know, man. No, it's Yoshi. All I want Strange. is for all these games to be available on my Switch. All like, the that's time. That's 100% what I want because I don't want a stupid little plastic system. I don't even really, really, really want to have to hook up a RetroPie. I want them just here. And mm-hmm. I know that's an impossibility, but I mean, it's God, getting there. Nice. It's getting there with the Switch yeah. Online. Uh, thank you for the question, Joe Colesla, uh, leading us into our next question, talking about Switch Optimist Prime. Oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> I'm an optimist. I look for the good in most everybody, except realize there's not good in Yeah, many, I was going to say, people. I used to be that way. Um, I still, I have hope for humanity. I have faith. Hmm. Or something. Actually, I think it's gas. Um, <laughs> optimist Prime wants to know, do you think the Switch is the future of consoles, specifically a console that you can take on the go and play on a TV? Yes. I mean, I in the last like two weeks, that's been answered because everything that's been announced has been you can play this on your TV and stream it on your phone with a controller. So, in a way, yes, like yeah. that's kind of yeah the way it's, it's headed. Whether it's an actual single device that you plug into your TV and then take on the go, yeah. the same thing, or it's, you have a way of playing the same thing on TV versus the play you know, anywhere kind yeah, of thing. play anywhere kind of thing. I, that's interesting. Like that's, I think that's the that idea. was not actually the way I took it. Right. Um, and I think like I think you are both actually right. When he was like, "Do you think the future of the Switch is the future of game?" I was like, "No, I think you're always going to have consoles, but I think you're and PCs, but I think you're right. right that the the difference is is eventually you're going to be able to have that experience anywhere you are. It, it just it probably. I mean, like, the Switch is, is a great piece of hardware, and the, the concept behind the Switch mm-hmm. is great, but I think you're right. I think it's going to be more a, hey, I have this thing, and I can play this thing wherever I am. Right. I think Switch is going to be relegated to the, to the, to the not-so-serious gamer, gamer in the future, because I think the serious gamers are going to be the ones who are going to subscribe to the Stadias, who are going to have, still carry, get those high-end PCs and still be able to do those, those things. I think the thing is, is but like, I think console. I think consoles themselves. I think in a couple generations, we might not be really dealing with single consoles anymore. I think it's all going to be streaming. It's all yeah, going to be yeah. Stadia-like I services. Agree. So I think that's going to go. But I still think that there is going to be a gaming PC crowd for sure. Of course, 100%. because there's only there's things you can only do on a gaming PC like p- Overwatch and stuff. They want to play 155, <clears throat> you know, 150 frames a second on their Duh. giant you can water totally cold tell. thing. Um, I. So, what do you think the odds are that either, like, Stadia comes to the Switch, or the, or place, or I'm sorry, or Google launches their own hardware? I think Google is going to launch their own hardware. I think they're going to have their own a little Switch-like box. Switch-like hardware. I'm saying oh, like a no. Switch-like hardware. I don't think, nah, they're but not going to go there. Do you think it might come to the Switch? The Switch has been kind of open to stuff lately. It's going to depend on who gets to Google, who gets to Nintendo first. Yeah. Because they're already working with they're Xbox already in bed with and Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah. So... I I think if Google wanted that, they could have had that. But I think they just I think they decided to show up to the party just just five I, minutes too late. I tell you, man, like PlayStation better watch themselves in the next like two years because they may not be able to take they may be able to take Xbox on alone and they may be able to take Nintendo on alone, but a Nintendo Xbox hybrid could be very, very, very difficult to Nintendox. Yeah. I mean, I think those would be two separate companies, but man, even if all they did was just really cooperate, it could be amazing. It could be absolutely amazing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, So anyway, so the Switch, the future consoles, not necessarily that device, but the idea that it's brought to the table, absolutely. Cool. 
Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Optimist Prime. Oh, you've got another question. Look at that. Uh, how would you save GameStop? I wouldn't. <laughs> See, that was that my, my initial reaction nope. to the question was, was like, why? Right. Why bother? But there are legitimate people that really like the idea of brick store. and mortar yeah. stores that they go into. How so. would you save GameStop? I would. They really need to lean hard into the kitsch of of nerd nerd space. Right. See, it's just going to become what FYE is. They don't yeah. sell movies See, anymore. And I don't. And it's just. Pops like see, and I don't think that'll work because that's what they're already doing. Right, like, but then, then I don't think there's not. I don't think there's much you can do. So, uh-uh. so what I said, and I unfortunately <laughs> I answered this question in Discord, but I'm gonna answer it again here because not everyone's in Discord, which is a shame. Bitemepodcast.com/slash/discord uh, <laughs> is Weird. that there's like 4,500, 4,400, 4,000 GameStops, right? The first thing, how they, many? Like 4,400 in the U.S. I thought you said 45,000. No, like, I might have actually crap. said that. There's like I think 45. 500 in the United States and there's like four times that worldwide. Like the first thing they need to do is close I don't know, 3,500 of those. Right. Um, because I, I know there's like six within 20 minutes of where yeah, I live. Yeah. At least. They need to close those and then they need to lean really really, really, really hard into I'm going to say retro gaming, but I don't think that's exactly what I mean. Um, like boutique retro gaming like you can go there and buy an snes and an nes and a you know used stuff but not garbage used stuff that's the th- right. that's what i told we were t- i was talking to Vinny. i said the problem with with gamestop right now is you walk in and the first thing you see is a sea of used games that they can't get rid of that don't have cover art that don't have anything it's just these weird yeah. random boxes that they've scrawled the name of the game on it it's 8.99 and they have 40 of them nobody wants it yeah. and then a whole a bunch of pops that are new and then a bunch of like statues and t-shirts and add in crap that they couldn't sell so they have this giant rounder full of or table or a shelf or whatever that's full of like beat up boxes of stuff that's 75% off that they can't even sell at 75% off mm-hmm. um but that they're not going to, like, just get rid of because, hey, they paid for it at the time. Like, last time I was in GameStop, they had a ton of, what was that weird game that we really thought looked cool where you're trying to sneak into your neighbor's house? Hello Neighbor. Hello Neighbor. Tons oh, yeah. of Hello Neighbor gear at, like, 85% off. I'm like, you can't even sell that game, let alone a giant neighbor statue that's 14 inches tall. Right. Just yeah. get rid of it. But their stores look junky. Their stores look yeah. like flea their markets. Their stores, it looks like you're walking into yeah. a Ross at closing time at exactly. 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. It's just Their employees... Everywhere are gamers, but I don't think, like, they're, either they're, like, uppercase G gamers that are going to crap all over the things you want, or they're, like, super nice guys, but not as knowledgeable as you'd like someone to be. What I think they really need to focus on is getting rid of a lot of their stuff and really focusing on hiring super, probably paying them a little bit more, probably hiring a slightly older crowd and... And making Try hiring a not yeah you don't hire mind, that, I'm not going to go there. You know what I mean though, like yeah. it, it, making sure that they really know what they're talking about and providing them the resources yeah. to know the difference between an NES and an SNES and why you might want these different things and hire people that love the games but pay them enough to actually like make a living off of being a retail employee, not uh, you know like oh, this is my, my second job, man. Right, like right. after I deliver pizza. Um, but really make it that location that you want to go to. Like, that's, this is a place I go and talk to people and learn about stuff. Have them have, like, in, in store tournaments. Have them have retro gaming tournaments. Have them, mm-hmm. you know, ha- give them people a reason to come there. 
have, I mean, how cool would it be to have a game developer, and there's game developers everywhere that would probably love to come to your store and give a talk about game development or play the game that they made right. with you. And people would come out for mm-hmm. that, I think. I have no reason to go to GameStop. Literally right. no reason to go to GameStop. But it's always fun to walk in there. For but it's always reason. fun to walk in there. And I wish that once I got in there, I would go like, oh, hey, there's actually something here I'm interested in. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think that's how you save GameStop. But, I mean, that requires you... It requires a lot of money, a lot of investment, and I think the only way you can do it is by shedding mm-hmm. 3,000 stores, 3,500 stores. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting that so I, someone was, during that discussion, pitched out the idea of like having in-store tournaments and stuff, which I think is an interesting idea, but I don't know if that actually makes you any money. Um, like Just getting people in stores, I don't know if that's enough, because... Right. I mean, I think that the, the the assumption is is that people buy things when they're in stores. Right. And That's I think, the assumption, I think, but it's not the it's not the actual <laughs> truth. But I think it works a lot of the time too. Yeah. Um. I, like I mean, like we do a lot. Like um, I don't do it at game stores, but uh, the Barnes and Noble by us uh, has. A like it seems like I don't know every quarter they do this big Harry Potter thing where they do you know there's Harry Potter crafts and there's Harry Potter giveaways and there's Harry Potter stuff and like I've gone quite I don't even go to bookstores really and we've bought stuff there quite a few times um, just because we were there already or hmm. you know I, I think that there's something there I think it's just a matter of finding what the niche is and yeah. but becoming that social hub for for video games in your neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, but I was going to compare it to two things in my experience. One is Warhammer. Um, yeah. There used to be a lot of games workshops around here. There's not very many anymore. Oh, wow. And in my experience, and it, it stunk because over time, like, the support for that game in your area was shrinking, and now they don't have three employees at the store anymore. They have one. They have one yeah. guy running a store. That guy runs a store, and people come in and play. They come and use their space for three hours at a time yep. to play a game, and there's 20 people in there playing a game, and they're not buying anything. Yeah. Right. Or they spend $20. Is $20 enough? Yeah. No, it's probably not. Nope. Now, I compare that to... Um, like our local card shop down the street where I used to go play magic or something and how that works you come in and like it's draft night at magic or you actually come in you buy in so they actually have paid tournaments where you put in money or you're you're buying cards to draft so everyone that comes in buys three packs of cards to play in this tournament so upon entry if you have 24 people you just sold in a couple boxes of magic cards that's a couple hundred dollars to run this tournament and then people get prizes out so it's weird because I think games are kind of in between that and it would be hard to I don't know if that kind of model works, even though it's a nice idea, yeah. um, where where you actually get people in your store and have like competitive tournaments, and it also relies on a community that big, um, which is also a challenge. I, I think the reality is if they don't pivot, like they tried. So I worked at effectively GameStop. I worked at Software Etc., which became GameStop after multiple acquisitions. I worked there in the late '90s when they were pivoting from we sell PC games and and new console games to selling used games. And that was a good pivot for a while. It made him a lot of money in a very, very short term. And then I think people realized like, hey, I'm not getting any money for my used games and I'm starting. But really, I think what did is we started to buy digital. We started to buy digital about five or six years ago, like the the launch of the Xbox One cycle. And all of a sudden it was like, hey, you know, 10% of the games are being bought digitally. And then 20% of the games are being bought digitally. And 
all PC games are being bought digitally for the most part. Um, and now it's like 40 or 50% of games are being bought digitally. And so they, they tried to pivot again to being FYE, where they sell pops and statues and, you know, high-end Turtle Beach headphones and, you know, all this stuff. And I, I it didn't work. And if they don't pivot again to something else, they will. I, I mean, I will be shocked if they exist in 2020, let alone, let alone 2021, 2025. 2022. Like, if they don't do something very, very, very quick, they will not exist. Well, now that we have laid out the way to save GameStop, if they just call, they listen. Like, I worked there before. Right. All right. Thank you, Optimus Prime, for that very deep rabbit hole of a question. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, CMG Noise wants to know if you could be an NPC in any game, what would you be doing and what side quest would you make the player go on? This reminds me of, I think, GTA when you go on, like, they go up to the top of the mountain where, like, the, the cult or something is. Um, I, I wish I, I remember that missions. side missions more, but just something crazy like that. Like, I loved, I loved that kind of stuff where you, like, would pick up a random person. I still and, never played the game. And they're like, take GTA me to this or whatever. thing. And then you, it's like, you end up at just some crazy, like, cult worshipping thing. Yeah. Or I can't remember. I could, wish there I was re- people in that game and you'd pick them up they were just like hitchhikers. You could either take them to this weird cult and just drop them off and they brainwashed them or you could take them home. Like right. you had the choice between the two. Yeah. I think my favorite was the one you picked up and she was like an NPC. She's like, oh, I just live in this farmhouse out by this lighthouse but the further you get, the closer you get to it, the more and more you realize that she probably murdered her mom. Um... Those, there were some real, and that was that was exactly what I was thinking. I said, "There's there's two kinds of NPCs I want to be in a game, and one is that, well, maybe three. One is just weird. Like you, you sometimes get those quests. You're like, this is strange, but it's really fun because they're so outside of what the right. normal quests in this game are, um, or like uh, the quest givers in like Skyrim where you're doing the like the thieves guild or the magic guild that are really interesting. They're like some of the most I would say that some of the side quests in the guilds in Skyrim are better than the main quest, like significantly better than the main quest. So something like that, that's a lot of intrigue and a lot of interest and a lot of, you know, that are big sets. The third one, and I think this is the most important, is I will be an NPC that goes on some sort of fetch quest with you, but I will walk at the same speed you're walking. Okay. I think that's very important. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think? Uh... I have no answer for this question. Like, this is... I couldn't even tell you. Adam uh, used to be an adventurer. Telly took an arrow to the knee. That's that's that's. There you go. Yeah, is. I'll be the guy who sits in like the the hut, who's like, "Go get my gold. I left it under a mountain." I'm gonna I'm gonna be the guy. I just want someone to bring me treasure and yeah. I not pay them very bring much. Bring me at treasure. All. And I'm gonna I don't be the NPC who only has two lines, like my quest line, and they come back. They're like, you know, they they give you the quest, and when you come back with that, they're like, "Hey, Thanks. have you gotten this thing yet?" Mm. <laughs> totally. That's me. That is me. Thank you for that uh, question, CMG Noise. All right. Eddie Spaghetti has a little game for us. I like games. Yeah, it's called This or That. Um, and we go, we, we give you, we say two things, and it's either this or, or that. that. Yeah. It's relatively self explanatory. So this is the first thing I that think is he's the working on thing. a bracket for us with some more elaborate okay. of this for the future. So this is a, a training exercise. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. So here we go. This or that. Kratos or Yoda? Yoda. Yoda. Kratos. Grilled cheese sandwich or Luigi? Taking grilled cheese because they're just so good. 100% same. I, mean, I, I can't eat cheese. a Luigi. I eat a lot of <laughs> I really like Luigi, but grilled cheese, man. I eat a lot of them. I mm-hmm. love them. 
Uh, Toad or Clank? I gotta go with Clank because Ratchet and Clank's probably my favorite action platforming game. And Toad's really? obnoxious. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a Clank. Me-me. I'm Clank too. Um, oh yeah, totally Clank. Princess Peach or Zelda? It depends. So for me, it's going to depend on which Zelda we're talking about. Because Zelda and Breath of the Wild, like I appreciate the story and character that they and whatever, but her voice makes me want to jump out a window. I'm not a big Peach fan, but there there have been instances where Peach is pretty cool, but like very stereotypical. Like, oh, I got kidnapped. Come rescue me. Yeah, not my she's jam. Great in Mario Tennis. Yeah, so. yeah, but but keep in mind, up until Breath of the Wild, Zelda was always needing to get rescued. That's true, always. they're kind of the same. Like yeah. they're yeah, always in Peach. some situation, but I'm the same guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Zelda like, stop. Cool. Wait, like, I don't think stop. you are the same how guy, are you, though. How are you? Oh, in Mario, you're the same guy? Well, it's always Bowser, and it's always Peach. It's just always it's Ganon, always Bowser, it's always Zelda. Always Ganon. Yeah, stop stop getting kidnapped. kidnapped by the same guy. I mean, every once in a while, you it's get like, something different. It's but... like abducted in plain sight out here. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should go watch that on Netflix. Seriously, uh, I mean, when a friend needs a hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Moving on. Zelda. All right. Mr. Rogers or Mr. T? Ooh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Mr. T's uh, WWE Hall of Fame induction speech was the worst. Was it really? It was he just like really yelling? killed the the mythos and intrigue around Mr. T for me? Oh, was he just like I want oh. to thank everybody? He for just this talked and- about his mama for like forty five minutes. Oh. It was, I mean, it was endearing, but it was the worst speech I've ever I seen. I love Mr. T, but Mr. Rogers is an American treasure. <laughs> treasure, treasure. Yeah, Mr. Rogers is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan or Incredible Hulk? Incredible Hulk. Same. <sighs> Hogan. Yeah, yeah of course. Okay. Yeah. You're that wrestler guy. Yeah. Um, all right. Nachos and dip or Swedish fish? Absolutely Swedish fish. Oh, Swedish fish are so good. So Got to get good. them lingonberry fishes. It would mm-hmm. be a, this, if this was like macho nachos, like mach, you know, nachos of all sorts of stuff. You know what I mean, though? Like, macho nachos. But you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, we need, that's, I guarantee. We need to actually sidebar, and we need to come up with a restaurant called Macho Nachos, and all it is is just macho versions of nachos. Build your own macho bar. I did not mean, like, machos. extra manly machos. nachos. I meant, like, when you go to a, a place and they're, like... Deluxe nachos. Yeah, it's the deluxe nachos. It's, it's got yeah, cheese yeah, yeah. And, and sour cream and, sour jalapenos, cream and jalapenos and, and a guacamole, guacamole and yeah, a pico de gallo. Like, that would be a hard choice for me, but, like, the nachos and plastic dip? No, Swedish fish. Yeah. Matcha. It's so good. Sorry, I'm just, I'm looking at our, our waveform and I don't know what's going on with our microphone. This could this be week. a really interesting so podcast. This show, just so everybody knows, this week, if you're noticing weird things with our levels or our processing or whatever, it's Adam's fault. It's not my fault. It's this studio. Expletive, expletive, expletive studio. Like you just said that and you just peaked. The recorder. When, no uh, idea. When anyway. that, that place where you paused instead of swearing, you should put like four cat meows. Meow, 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 yeah. meow. See, I just peaked when I did that. Weird. I don't understand. <laughs> I also peaked at 18, but we don't talk about that. Um, all right. Jackie Chan or Abraham Lincoln? That's the weirdest. <laughs> like, the weirdest. Abraham Lincoln? I think I'm going to have to go with Jackie Chan just based on Shanghai Jackie Noon. Chan. I'm pretty sure that's the wrong choice. <laughs> I'm, I mean, no, that movie is, is so good. Freed the Slaves. And I don't I, know, I don't know any of them personally, and the I people. have more of a, I mean. I don't know. Rush Hour? Come on. I like Jackie Chan as much as the next person, but I'm pretty sure Abraham Lincoln is the right choice. Plus, he had in Vampires. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm I abstain from there? that one. I abstain from this one. <laughs> there is no this or that. Uh, I'm just straight down the middle. I'm good with either one. Let's let's put it that way. He did all his own stunts. Uh, okay, now this will be fun. Pikachu or Mickey Mouse? 
Mickey Mouse, which is also spelled wrong, so get it together. Um, M-I-C-K-Y. <laughs> Jelly? What? Mickey Mouse, 100%, but man, I want to see the new Detective Pikachu movie so it bad. It good. hurts me every time I see that trailer, uh-huh. and I'm like, I can't wait until May. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, this one's tricky, too, because it's like, are you comparing it to Pikachus, or are you comparing it to the Pikachu we know, or right. the Detective Pikachu? Because like, it's like Mickey Mouse actually is a... All he is, Pikachus he's, ever. Well, there's Steamboat Willie. But I mean, like, Mickey is Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mickey like, he is Mickey. a person. When you refer to a Pikachu, it's, it's kind of like, like saying it's a hippopotamus. Either, it's either Ash's Pikachu or all of Pikachu, and they all only say Pika Pika. So, and sometimes I'm going to take, hey guys, oh, I'm so happy to see you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to take that much <laughs> over. Um, I love the new Mickey Mouse cartoons, too, so much. So oh, I've not much. seen them. Oh, they're all good. They've been releasing for like four or five years. They're all okay. amazing. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins or Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I'm not, I don't actually know either one that well, so I'm going to take Ghosts and Goblins because I like goblins. Okay. Uh, Yeah, okay. Mm, Okay. Uh, Tetris or Ikea table? (laughs) Both uh, challenges in spatial. Tetris and Ikea or Ikea table. Um, I think I'm taking Tetris. Yeah, because that I can I can actually I actually haven't been impressed with Ikea's tables. Like there's certain things at Ikea that I think you like. I'm really pumped about. And I, I don't know if tables them. are the one. Yeah, I, I just I, like tables. I I want a high end table because of how much I think you use it, and it's mm-hmm. nice to have a big sturdy table. And I think at IKEA, I'm going to spend a lot of money to get a nice sturdy table, or I'm just going to not buy it, yeah. anymore, or I'm going to make one myself. I've so. bought a lot of IKEA furniture. I've never bought a table, so I guess I'll go with Tetris. Yeah, I've bought a lot of Tetris. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Finally, Pop Tarts or Mr. Softy ice cream? I'm going to go with Pop Tarts because I have no idea what Mr. Softy yeah, is. Same. I don't yeah. think we have Mr. Softy. Mm, yeah. I um, mean, I like soft serve ice cream a right. lot. And if it was just soft serve, I might. I'd probably take soft serve because soft serve is my favorite. But I've never had Mr. Softy, so I default have to go with Pop Tarts. Yeah. Even though if I had a Mr. Softy, I'd probably choose Mr. Yeah. Softy. Yep, yep, yep. Pop Tarts for me. Cool. There you go. Thanks for this or that. That's the round one round warm. I enjoy that. round one warm up game. Uh, if you have questions for us, you can drop them in our Discord. Just head to bitemepodcast.com that's bytemepodcast.com slash discord and we have a whole channel full of people that are willing to talk about all that stuff it's it's been fun lately oh, yeah. too there's been some really fun people in discord lately there's that um, or you can also message us on facebook or email us from our website and let's wrap it up with some cheap free games because it is late it is really late it's real late um, and I gotta make dookie I have to pee <laughs> Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's go. What are we waiting for? Everything's free. It's done. No. Um, All right. Cheap free games. Games with gold and PlayStation Plus games have been announced already. Thank you. Holy crap. That's amazing. Uh, Well, not already. I mean, there's literally three days left in the month, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, Xbox games with gold this month uh, don't have specific dates for them, so hey. All the time, all month, who knows? No. The, the uh, two Xbox games are all month. The other ones are like the first or the 15th yeah. and then the 16th or the 30th, whatever. Uh, we've got the Technomancer. You raise dead robots from their Super dead it. burials underground. Action RPG. Uh, Outcast Second Contact. This is like a redo of a game from 1999. They both are like super solid, like six and a half as far as I can tell. Outcast you might enjoy them if you like those kind of genres and you like genres. 100%. Outcast, if you play the original, I hear this is pretty much the same. So give it another go. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, it's an OG Xbox so game. That is not. <laughs> That's the good one. That is not the Stormtrooper EA game. This is a different Stormtrooper EA game from Way 15 ago. years ago. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good. I've oh, yeah. The it. first, the original two Battlefronts are so good. I yeah. still, I think the first one's the best. This is an OG Xbox game. It does have Xbox One X enhancements, though. Oh, 
fancy. Yeah. Also, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2. God, that's a, a long word. title. That was so good. That game was awesome. Was it? Sure. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Probably a game where you shoot each um, other. Those are other the, the third person. Oh, okay. Ghost, Ghost Recon, I think, was originally a first person shooter. And then as they went through like the Ghost Recon, and then they did the Advanced Warfighter, which was kind of like a future soldier thing. So you got like cool gadgets and like Wall the running. guns that would have like cameras on them. So you could like point them around the corner. So you actually wouldn't expose yourself. Like, so it was, a, it was an interesting oh, like yeah, tactical yeah, yeah. shooters. They were cool. All right. Um, over on the PlayStation side of life if with you your want PlayStation. More Wayne. Huh? If you want more of Wang. <laughs> We'd like to refer you back to Bite Me Podcast episode... Three? <laughs> nah, probably ten. <laughs> yeah, um, a little game came out called Conan Exile Exiles. <laughs> the Endowment that, that was the worst reading ever. Yeah, Conan Exiles. Conan, Conan Exiles, Conan? Yes. Conan you the Barbarian. Conan, I say Conan. Whatever. Conan the Barbarian. No, I say Conan. Conan you said Exiles. Conan. No, that's okay. that's he's a late night well, talk. Anyway, I don't know. Can you can you like is there a Wang slider in this one? I don't believe so. I think it was only on the PC. <laughs> so don't pick us up. Go pick it up on the <laughs> PC so and crank it up. You know, it wasn't Very just the guys up. that you could crank it up either. Oh, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of it. weird bouncing. Anyway, you get Conan Exiles on your PlayStation Plus. What'd you say? I see what you did there. Uh, I, I hear it's actually gotten really good. Like, I played the beta, and it seemed like just garbage. Yeah, it was hot garbage. But apparently, it's a it really good survival fire. game now, so whatever. Um, also, a game called The Surge. Yeah. Um, it actually reviewed well. Yeah. Came out a couple years ago. Um... I actually watched the video it? of this. It looked interesting. Oh, this is the one where you fight the things with the stuff and the guns. Yeah, I think Optimus Prime that might have been seems... super excited about this one. He said it's kind of a, a Soulsy, Bloodborne kind of game, though. So yeah, yeah, Not I remember jam. seeing the previews or reading the reviews and stuff on this. Somebody, it, yeah. it could have been someone else. If it was, I'm sorry. What is even happening here? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Also, in your cheap free games, we have a humble hot date bundle. It's packed with uh, games like The Sims. No, no, absolutely not. Oh, it's a dating Sims game. Yes, dating sim game. So these are a bunch oh, of uh, like mostly Japanese dating sims visual novels. Um, but oddly enough, they stuff genital jousting in there. <laughs> so is it really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally um, into it. Which is interestingly enough, I was like, dude, I'm going to just buy all these and live stream all of them because I think it would be absolutely fascinating. Um, but you actually cannot live stream genital jousting. So you know, whatever. Why not? Um, it also does feature Lady Killer and Bind, which I've actually heard is pretty good and perfect date where you can date. A cat. Um, I'm very interested to try uh, Creature Romance oh, Kokono Kukaro, where you date a um, a yeah. grasshopper lady. Um, oh, okay. It's a very female grasshopper, though, um, I guess, if, if, you get what if you you're mean. getting what I'm saying. Um, what game is this? Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's the first one. Like, there she is in her little Sailor Moon costume. Oh, no. Um, I, I'm, I'm literally literally thinking about spending 15 bucks on this and getting a bunch of weird games half of them are in Japanese um, probably don't have any translation they probably do not well they're probably I mean they're probably subbed um, I don't know I, I'm apparently the, the grasshopper dating one's only like 45 minutes long so maybe these might be fun we'll see if I get bored maybe I'll buy some weird Japanese hmm. dating sims Anyway, go. could be yours. Yeah, go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble to pick that up. B-Y-T-E-me General Jeff Dowsting, Lady Killer, and Bind a Perfect Date for only 10 bones. That was wrong. I'm sorry. I'm s- <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. I didn't even have to say. I just wanted to. I heard that, and I'm like, I'm just going to let that simmer. It's the right way to do it. Yep. Anyway. All right. Let's wrap it up with a small bites uh, bit of info. 
This is really cool because I, I I like to learn how to play this game because I really enjoyed The Witcher. It's absolutely nothing like the game of The Witcher. Well, I still am interested in learning <laughs> yeah, yeah, how to yeah. play it. Yeah. Uh, so The Witcher card game, Gwent, uh, it got a spinoff game. And it's heading to smartphones. Yeah, so this has been out on PC for a while. I mm-hmm. think it's actually on Not the PlayStation year, and Xbox. I don't know, it was in beta for a long time, oh, yeah. so who knows. But it's coming to smartphones, which will be cool. If you like Gwent on one of those platforms, you'll probably like it on your smartphone as well. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So there's that. We covered everything? Yeah, hurry. Yep. Yeah? It's becoming a problem, Adam. Okay, so thank you for listening to the By Me Podcast, episode 122. You can find all of our info online at bytemepodcast.com. It's bytemepodcast.com slash humble for a humble bundle store, humble bundle store slash discord to join our discord channel or just look us up on social media at Bite Me Podcast. That's bytemepodcast.com and, uh, or yeah, that too. Um, and patreon.com slash bite me podcast. You got to pee? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Bite me. Well, no, I'm not done yet. Oh, I am. Oh, okay. (laughs) 